0: It's like we always do glorify the leader, but sometimes the leader's just doing their own thing. Like it's not actually that hard to do their own thing, right? There's some people that go out there and try and be leaders. That's different. But if you're just going out to do your own thing, that's not that hard. What's harder is to look at someone, assess that they are going to be the person to help you be the person you want to be. And to actually get up, go to them and follow them, follow them.
1: This is Talking To My Thoughts.
0: Welcome
2: to Talking To My Thoughts, the podcast where we have open, honest and raw conversations with a twist. We bring a unique perspective on our thoughts by literally pre-recording the things on our mind before talking about them with the group. We do this because we believe before you can be open with others, you first have to be open with yourself. Stay up to date with all our content by following us on our socials at TalkingToMyThoughts and make sure you listen till the end to hear our responses to some of your thought-provoking questions. My name is Craig, aka Mr. Positive, a cheesy motivator with a solution background, big dreams and a passion for helping others find and maintain their peace.
1: Mm, and my name is Simon, aka SJ. Um, I'm a solution, proud Caribbean black man. I'm a father. And I'm a content creator.
2: And we are thankfully joined by two of our guests today, both Anthony and PJ. Um, please introduce yourself. Uh, Anthony first, please.
3: So my name is Anthony Odell. I am a best-selling author, um, educator. I've been teaching um in secondary schools for 24 years, um, strength conditioning coach and lover of life.
0: My name's Paul Muzi. Um, people know me as PJ. Um, I'm a political consultant um, and uh, ex-alumni of St. Bonaventures and um, the the creator of Man Up, Speak Up. Um and really happy to be here today.
2: Nice. Perfect. So we have some amazing,
0: some powerful, powerful guests
2: here, which is perfect <laughs> for the topic we have. But before we really get into the topic... We kind of want to uh, get to know some of our guests, so we actually have a question for both of you, which is a bit unusual, but it gives us uh, us and the audience a bit of an inkling as to who you might be. Um, so, the question today, uh, I'll let you start, um, Anthony. Uh, if a day only lasted one hour, what would you do with your time?
4: Hmm. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Interesting.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I'd spend it with my family. Um, I would spend it. Making some memories, um, doing, you know, just just being together, um, actively doing something. We're a family that moves, um, so we would be outside. You know, we would do something, um, we would have fun. And yeah, that's what I would, that's what I would do.
0: All right, cool. That sounds good. PJ, what about you? um it's a tough question a tough tough questions are good questions most of the time um i think for me i I don't have uh, my own immediate family i have my brothers that are here all the time in this bachelor house of ours um (laughs) but to be honest i think what came to mind first was what challenge could i do in an hour Uh, and for (laughs) those that know me i love challenges craig is always chucking challenges out there um so yeah could, could i beat my record of press ups could i do some training <laughs> could i get my heart going um so that i feel like i've i've achieved something in in the hour if if not that then learn something new um mm. listen to a new podcast um read some new um quotes or sayings or ideologies and thoughts uh, and and reflect on them myself so yeah that's that's what i'd do in my hour That's
2: really that's really interesting, and what a contrast between the two the two answers as well. So thank you so much for that. We're gonna kind of got a bit of an inkling on each of us there now. With today's topic um, is a very powerful one as well, and it's really uh, great that we have such um, powerful black men in this conversation as well. Um, But today's topic is father figures, role models, and false leaders. Um, So how we're gonna kick this off? Really, before we really get into the topic, we would like to kind of think what is the first thoughts that come to you when you think about um
0: those titles you know my ultimate you know like assumption straight away was black men and kind a of black men came to my mind right and and you know by no means those, those those three terms or phrases mean that actually we're discussing black men in particular but it came mm-hmm. to mind because it's the rhetoric that's been around me since i was young right that You know uh, black young men black men um are not being role models or need role models or Mm. um have a lack of father figures and so straight away that was a segment i went to um and then the next thing you know kind of the ideology ideological thought was really about masculinity um and um Mm. for me the idea of what's what's happened to masculinity um is it still relevant Um, who makes it relevant, who guides it, who sets it, who supports it. Um, Mm -hmm. And those three phrases that we spoke about or were speaking about um, made me think of masculinity.
1: First thing that popped into my mind, two words, actually. One is responsibility. And the other word is power. And the reason why I say that is, I guess, because when we're thinking about these these titles or these terms that we give to people is you, you give them a sense of power over leadership. Like lead, for me, leadership is is a, is a sense of having power. But at the same time, as we know, with power comes responsibility. So, yeah, naturally, those, those two words is what immediately popped into my mind, power
3: and responsibility. So when I looked at the, the words, first of all, I was like, the first two, I could see them being linked. The other one, I was like, mm, it was seemed a bit at odds. But then when I kind of thought about it more, visibility came to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and either people actually being visible or, like PJ said, a lack of that, a lack of visibility. Particularly in, in, as, as a black community, um, you see or you hear a lot of people talking about there's not enough black role models, there's not enough father figures for for these young men and so on and so forth. So visibility was a was a big one. Um and and what that looks like. Um because I think it's really important for us to be as men to be viable alternatives to the things that are drawing these young men into the wrong areas.
2: So for me the first two, there's actually attached father figures and role models. Um, They were kind of one in the same for me. Um, Again, uh, first thing I thought about was um, a black role model, need to be my father, uh, some of my uncles, and then role models. um, The outside of that, closest I could even think about was Will Smith. I didn't have many role models, actually, funny enough. Mm -hmm. But then I actually looked at, I thought when the last word came up, it was the controversy between the two Mm -hmm. of the people that other people place as supposed father figures or supposed role models. Are they... Leaders or are they just false leaders, mm. in a sense? And one of the things that popped up in my head, which is such a weird thing to say, but um, was actually Rihanna. Um, uh, when Rihanna kind of was was going up, uh, she had a great music career. Or she still has a great music career, and then she started to get into more modeling side of things. Um, which is this really far fetched, but it's what popped up in my head. Went into modeling kind of things, and she started to be do a bit more n- n- nudes or whichever one it is. Kind of it went in that kind of direction. Um, a lot of people were kind of trying to shame her. They were trying to shame her. They were trying to put her down. And there's a, I think she tweeted or she basically made a, a statement. She says, stop making your children see me as a role model. I am not trying to be their role model. Mm. And the crazy thing is, usually we would be, some people would like say, well, you're supposed to be their role model. You're supposed to be this. And he said, no, I'm not, actually you are allowing your children to watch content and watch me in that light i didn't say that was uh, that's what, what my position was and she's just a person like us mm. She's just a person so i really yeah i'm really interested in how we get into this conversation about the controversy around that because these role models and figures are basically leaders and how will we kind of divert from are they actually supposed to be classed as leaders or actually are they false in a sense so for those who don't know a bit about us um i don't know if mr odell's okay with this but the fact i said it is <laughs> a really giveaway um mr older was basically our teacher um when we was back in secondary school um and mm. technically for me mr older was a role model again uh for i guess a very a, a very strong black man that just really led a lot of kids and understood us as well um and i guess it could be i, I don't know if i speak the same for simon and p um pj but yeah, that's facts, how it was facts. for me so we are basically all school kids in the same year, same age <laughs> under Mr. Older. So it's very, it's very uh honor to kind of be here. Um, And it'll be great when we kind of explore this. The fact that we still was brought up together to an extent, we still have such, you could really tell that we have such different views about all of these topics. So it's going to be a very powerful topic. So as you guys know, we are, we have people, our guests and ourselves usually pre-record our own thoughts about certain topics because usually we are. We speak to ourselves without masks. No filters, no trying to fluff it up or anything like that. We're just very straight up about it. So this is a time when we get to listen to people's thoughts and we're going to kind of get into it firstly with Anthony's pre-recording and then we'll discuss it afterwards. So this is Anthony's.
5: Visibility, responsibility and deception. As I thought about the topic and uh, the combination of words that make it up it took me on a journey Um, it was very interesting Um, so it started off with the benefits of good father figures, role models Um, and then the false teachers kind of threw it off a bit and um, made me consider the reality that sometimes people who are in those positions or potentially who put themselves in those positions as father figures and role models could effectively be false teachers, Um, you know, spreading false messages, false teachings false beliefs Um, and then I jumped back to the positive benefits of having people who, beyond themselves, are ready and willing to invest their time, their energy, their love into those that need it. Um, Those that, for whatever reason, don't have what I think, you know, everyone deserves. Um, Visibility, going back to visibility, if it's, you know, a beacon just something to you know a guide to kind of encourage you to 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 keep on going to remain hopeful um, to to be positive to challenge yourself to do all of those things And then as I looked at the list again... I saw false teachers again. And then it was, you know... How does this this sit with the other two? Um, and, it, you know, it may not be designed in a way. You, That may not be the intention. But um, it led me to a couple of points. So... You know if as a father figure i think that it's important to be able to offer perspective and strategies as a role model i think it's important to offer perspective and strategies and as a, a teacher not a false teacher but as a teacher i think it's important to offer different perspectives and strategies I think that one of the the things that the first two should encourage is questioning developing the skill of questioning I think it's you know the thing that will allow people to identify false teachers, you know, not to just open wide and eat everything that's offered, but to to learn to question, um, to learn to develop a good quality of question. Um, I also think that you know, if we look at the the goals. I think that it it really should be that both father figures and role models should be a foundation upon which the young people can build, Um, you know, not just to emulate them and to get to where they are, but to go beyond, you know, to to see them as a catapult, you know, to propel them to a greater future. A greater future.
2: <laughs> yeah there's a lot in that there's a lot <laughs> the, fu- the, the funny thing of what i picked up from it actually while i was while you was te- t- uh, talking about it mm. we can logically articulate what it is to be a leader what is required mm. kind of like how you did in that conversation but the thing that i actually started to realize as to how a person could potentially go into the false leader side to it um, is down to ego a person mm-hmm. basically passing on their knowledge, but in an egotistical way. Them saying mm-hmm. that my way is the way. But you passing on your knowledge to what an individual needs uh, or what you believe is a guide. You said it at the end. You said that mm-hmm. there's a leader supposed to provide a, a role model or a father figure supposed to provide a foundation, mm-hmm. not the silhouette of what you're supposed mm-hmm. to become. Mm-hmm. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be a foundation and then they can grow from that. And then the only way that you can really, and the person who's receiving it should also have questions as to, ha- is this, do I agree with this part? Like this yeah. part is good, but this, this part isn't. Mm. But that part mm. is harder as the, the ages go younger because there needs mm. a, a gain of self-awareness. And some people don't become self-aware on Twitter, but he's <laughs> 40s. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, so that's why I really picked up that that you, you really articulated it very well. So I thought, well, what's the missing piece? And the missing piece is, can a person get over their own ego um, mm. as a leader? And then can a person, as they go through their ages, be self-aware enough to know when to question? I think
1: because it was such an internal thought, the question I would have for you is, I guess there's two parts to it. The first thing is, have you ever considered yourself to be a false leader or questioned your leadership and the second part to that is
3: what does that look like? what does false leadership look like to you so good question um I don't think that I have considered myself to be a false leader at any given point um, because I think just the way i am i'm not I'm not really an ego type of person um i'm I'm normal i, I want to see people go and grow Do you know what i mean I'm, I, it's not about mm. me it's never been it's never really it's never been about me um i think what was really hard about it was so, you know sometimes people make a decision that has long-term consequences and sometimes i wish i could have helped them to not have to go through that mm. but i know i can't i know it's not it's not for me you know it's that that's we make We make our choices we we live through the the consequences, but um sometimes you would just you just think, oh. hmm. you know what I mean um if you know um so that was stretching me left, right and center um in terms of what does forced leadership look like again, it could look like lots of different things and lots of different people um for me, I suppose interesting what craig said because for me it's it is nearly always linked to ego um and people either wanting to create clones of themselves or um just reinforce their message and and Mm. almost make a uh funny, i was talking to some kids the other day and i was just saying to them you know my one bit of advice would just put all your energy into being one man just be that one man Um, so that wherever people meet you they meet the same person mm-hmm. regardless of the context Um and I think that's what I've tried to do so I think that yeah the, the course teacher stuff I just know how, da- how damaging it can be mm. I've seen it far too often Um so it would be my nemesis I guess <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. It'll be the thing I'll be fighting against. Um, and yeah, so that's interesting though,
1: actually, because thinking about that as you said that, because the question I kind of asked you is how do you identify what does a false leader look? False leader look like to you? Mm. And it is actually very subjective because mm. even in the eyes of the false leader, they may not even think they're the false leader. They may think that everything they're talking about is correct, and that comes back yeah. to ego. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. It's those. It's it's the traits, and I guess what you identify as that doesn't align with you. Well, mm. that doesn't quite work as a leader. They're not quite. They're not the person that should be a role model to me, or should be leading me. Mm. Um, but then for someone else, they'll be like, "Oh, that guy's speaking the truth. He knows exactly <laughs> what he's talking about. I'm going with that guy." So mm. yeah, a hundred percent. It's definitely it's subjective,
2: and I didn't actually think about it like that. So, and I always the the word that always comes into my head when I think about false leaders is um the road to hell is paved by good intentions that leader mm-hmm. probably isn't thinking i'm gonna be a false leader and lead these <laughs> people to hell they never yeah. say that yeah yeah but they yeah. really think oh i see the world in this way and if i had more people seeing it this way the world would be great Mm-mm. but and, and in my the same eyes the same words i also i've asked people this do you believe there is a utopia do you believe there is a, a world where everything is exactly the way you said it should be in a, and it, everything is good? Do you not see mm-hmm. that there is benefits of there being the bad, the, the hard, mm-hmm. the, the yeah. rough, etc.? So it's always a very interesting question, that part.
0: It's crazy. I know we've got a teacher in the place, but I've got my <laughs> notebook out and I've been having to take some notes just so
4: that I
0: can <laughs> not forget my thoughts. Mm. Um, I don't know, I don't know who taught me that, but we'll we'll give it to Mr. Odal for now. Um oh. I think there's there's just so many questions on this one. I just think there's so much. Just because you may think someone is a leader doesn't mean that they are. Um, mm-hmm. and, and and just because you don't know about somebody else, um, doesn't mean that person's not a leader. And mm. the visibility bit is the crucial bit, right? It's like how does that how is that a determining factor in in that person being a leader um, and being an effective one leadership is irrespective of your qualities of leadership you can be a leader irrespective of your qualities of leadership they are different things right and um uh, yes the qualities of leadership might make you a better leader or or bad leader but it doesn't Mm. determine whether you are a leader and Mm. so for me what determines what if you are a leader is following if you have following you are a leader Mm. if you do not have following you're not a leader it's that simple um another premise of leadership for me is that um that leadership is based around relationship Mm. so without relationship um you can't be the leader you're trying to be um there's a relationship between the people you're leading and the leader you think about a teacher there's an innate relationship there that comes from this kind of self-interest of both people and so when there's a lack of relationship that's when there's a problem because one you haven't taken into consideration the people you're leading and their interests Mm. to help mold that relationship and mold the way you lead um and then the kind of, uh, there's two other things that I think are the premises that come from leadership, which is one that leadership is not static. You know, um, this situation here, as surreal as it is, is a great example. Right. There was a time where we were sitting in front of, um, a Mr. O'Dor and Mr. Alexander <laughs> and you know, you don't speak back and you listen <laughs> and you learn from them. Um. Yeah. And now we're in a situation where um, Anthony, Mr. Odell, is here with us, listening to us, sharing his thoughts, listening to our thoughts, and hopefully Mm. he's going to take something away. If anything, Mm. being here is showing that he feels there's something he can take away and develop and learn. Um, And then the last thing, and this is kind of what um, Mr. Odell was talking about, um, was, you know, the one thing you should do is just be one man wow that hit me that was just like (laughs) that is it that is is magic there's always magic you know the the gold dust and it's like when we talk about masculinity when we think about manning up when we think about growing up and our journeys right there's so much confusion and differences and leaders that you can pick and false leaders out there and all that kind of Mm. stuff but if you are aware of your own interests, your own care for the kind of man you want to be Mm. that one person then that is the right place Mm. um in that place you can be honest in that place you can make good decisions about who you want to learn from who you want to be guided by who you can guide um and so it ties into leadership that yes i can be a leader but if i'm not honest about the person that i'm trying to be and therefore how i'm leading then that's how i become a false leader
2: oh okay okay so a lot of the, i was on track with the whole part right of everything that you and so thank you so much for your thoughts on that pj and i was really on track i was like yeah no that's yeah no that's right that's right and then the the, the then the last part was oh if they're they're not if they're not being the one man like the one man or the one person like true to themselves in a sense like when i first kind of started i guess getting the following that's a great a great way you say it getting the following probably ran when i started to do the pageants and public speaking, et cetera, et cetera. Could I say I was extremely self-aware? No, I made a lot of mistakes along the way, but yet still a lot of people always kept saying, Craig, you're just so positive. You really helped me get through my day. Da, 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 da. And then in the background, I could maybe be insulting somebody, putting someone down, um, being negative in my close relationships. Like me and my mom, we had a lot of, we used to butt heads a lot as well. Or in my relationships, I was maybe very negative when when my ego is going too far. And then I'm putting the person down. Meanwhile, on the flip side of a conversation, the person is feeling really down. And I'm maybe the person who helps them either not commit suicide or not be That's two extreme polar opposites. And then in two, again, two different lights, my partner would see me as a false false leader. And (laughs) and actually I had that before. They literally, one of my partners said to me when when we uh, ended the relationship, they said, you feed off of people needing your help. And that is your, 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 like, you have a compulsive thing of, I said, and I actually said, and after she said that, yeah, I was like, am I actually just feeding off of people needing me? Or am I, do I genuinely want to help? And I spent Mm. time figuring that out, thinking, do I genuinely want to help people? Or am I actually just feeding off of um, that part? Again, Where you mentioned Mr. Olderpet saying that he has a self-interest that he gets a good feeling from helping others. But then, is that kind of a narcissist trait where he's like, "Well, I'm just doing it because of me," kind of mm. thing, or is it? You see how the it's so there's this mm. like really blurred, blurred line. So I'm very like a real I, thought. Ah, that, that that was a good
0: that, quote, that was a good one. For <laughs> me, it's just humanity. But like, mm. I think there's so much here. I don't want to get too deep into it. You know, my thoughts about whether I'm a Thomas Hob, Hobbesian or a <laughs> <Aristotle>, <laughs> Aristotelian or whatever. But like, you know, as humans, right? we don't do anything effectively we don't do anything wholeheartedly unless there is an interest in it for us and that's I, that is not a bad thing as long as the interest is positive right you know yeah. if you've got a moral fiber that says in my view of the world people do help people people do have virtue people do want to see people do good then you doing that and seeing that happen makes you feel good makes you feel like yes this is the world i believe i'm in um and that is a self-interest in the word interest comes from the latin word interesse. and interesse, when you split it up actually means um uh that in and amongst it means in and amongst and so therefore it's basically saying that you learn yourself in and amongst others Mm. right so self-interest is not being selfish that's something else self interest is the things that you learn in and amongst others in those relationships that you care about that's how you understand self interest it don't just randomly pop up just because you are a false leader doesn't mean you can't do good like mm-hmm. let us not assume that just because we're calling someone a false leader that we're saying they are bad people and everything they say is bad and all the effects of mm-hmm. everything they do is bad but by no means am i saying that you know a false leader can give good advice a false leader can make people feel good. You know, by George, they must be doing something to get that following in the first place. Yeah.
3: For all of those things that we talked about, role models, father figures, um, and false teachers, I suppose people are judging them as the finished article mm. and not necessarily appreciating that they're still on a journey. Do You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. as a father of five, I'm a different father now than I was when I had my first child Mm -hmm. because I've, because I've learned and I've, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it is, it's like shifting sand. It, it goes different directions. You try different things. You, you learn from certain things. You think, okay, that didn't work out so well. Let's try this. And, um, I think that the, the call is for you to keep going on that journey to be that man that you want to be think mm-hmm. that's the thing because you know if you were to judge anybody on on one moment if you could pick maybe their worst moment in their life you might think mm-hmm. boy yeah <clears throat> <coughs> <you know? laughs> no, that's true um but i suppose it's it doesn't end in that moment i suppose what's what the false leadership thing sometimes is when i think you're someone and that's the reason why i'm following you Mm. And I like these qualities within you. And then I find out that 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 isn't who you are. Then there's that feeling of betrayal. There's uh, all these other things that if the mirror wasn't there, how would people reflect? Because we often reflect through the people that we interact with. And sometimes people can take our image and reflect it back to us in a particular way um and i suppose people can get gassed up <laughs> you know I mean? <laughs> they can they can get gassed up like whoa okay because not everyone who who grows an ego started off egotistical all right let's
1: not waste no time we've got one more voice note to get through before we Go. we finish up the convo so craig uh do the honors man
0: we find ourselves in such an important time um, and I'm sure every generation has a moment where they're reflecting on the potential crisis or on the other side potential opportunity and in this generation I think there's not we're in the same place it's not uh, nothing different here um, I feel there's some particular issues that arise for young men in particular Um, and those things really surround around career success um, uh, profession um, and basically following down a route that is fruitful that is safe that is non-violent and role models and father figures are hugely important to that I think the next really, uh, and ever more present and growing, is in the idea of masculinity and the attack, really, or or threat to what is, you know, the heterosexual straight black man Um, and what it means to be a black man in today's society with all the other isms with all the um, uh, changes and, um, uh, you know, the evolving of of sexuality and it can be a very, very confusing time if you are a young, straight, heterosexual um, black man. Um, it, It definitely can be difficult on the flip side as well if you are... A, a, a young black man that is questioning their sexuality and the importance of of strong, um, kind of well-informed, um, holistic uh, role models and father figures and and leaders that can help to guide you to embrace who you are, um, but also help where there is confusion. Um, So, I look at this time and I look at the importance of um, those figures and the sad situation is that um, in this time we don't seem to have what is needed, we don't seem to have those role models, we don't seem to have those um, leaders, Um, instead we have, you know, leaders that are gathering following because of their entertainment value or um, status on social media and that is giving them above and beyond the power they should have to influence young people and and even um, the the older generation as well Um, creating confusion misleading not being responsible in the power that they have Um, and it's something that needs to be discussed it's something that needs to be addressed and um, if we can do that in this time we can see um Young men um, flourishing. you can see young men um, doing more and more amazing things. We can see um, young women too um, uh, kind of breaking barriers and breaking the ceilings that have been there in the past.
1: We find this very often with our conversations is that when we start the conversation, we have a very clear distinction about what it is we think and feel about it. And then by the end of it, <laughs> it's changed. <laughs> it's such a because even when we was talking at, originally, it was like, well, I get why there's false I guess I get why there's role models. I get why there's father figures. That kind of makes sense. The role, the false leaders doesn't really kind of work with that. That's very segregated and that's very separate. And then as we've got into the conversation, we've realized. It's actually quite subjective, like how we identify a role model and a false leader. And actually, really, a lot of them are, they they, they kind of blend into one another. One person may think you're a false leader, whereas another person may think you're a role model. And I think for me, PJ, just hearing what you were sharing with us, my question I would ask you based on what you said is. As black men. Do you think that we inherently have a responsibility to be a role model, sorry, or to to be a father figure to others? And
0: if so, why? With 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 the role models, there's a very interesting word that comes to mind, and 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 Anthony mentioned it was about, you know, uh, or whether it was Craig actually mentioned it about Rihanna, like choice, um, and mm. be it, you know how which one of those can be done involuntarily and which one have to be done voluntarily um and i feel like the difference between kind of a leader um and a father figure compared to a role model is that the former is kind of like voluntary like you choose to take that responsibility on um and therefore when you choose to take on a responsibility um there's a different level of commitment to it starting with that foundation as a black man in our community in in our society as a man as well i think even more so in from, you know in 2021 as a man because i feel there's so much um uh, stigma and, and 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 stress on men in general let alone black men that um, the 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 option to be a role model is being taken away that because there's so much need for role models that you need to understand as a black man immediately you are going to be put into that position where you have to be a role model does that make sense mm-hmm. there's there there is a chasm there's a gap already and so therefore there's more pressure on every black man being a role model uh, the reason why i created man up speak up and it was because actually that I saw there was a gap there was a pressure not only on young black men but also on older black men as well and that there need to be a relationship between the two to understand those pressures and through that pressure and through that relationship to learn from each other what the opportunity is is that actually pressure makes diamonds and so <laughs> the fact that yeah. there is this need for you know, role models. And I always talk about it when I talk about my story of St Bonaventures, because that Mr. Wilshaw created that pressure as well. You know, that actually as young black men that were receiving a great education and were lucky and were from East London, we had a responsibility to do well, to do above and beyond. Um, and actually, I think that pressure for 95% of us helped us to excel way further than we would have. Um, and so, the black community has an opportunity with that gap of role models, and everyone feeling like they have a responsibility to be a role model. That will help us to excel, individuals to excel, because they're carrying that extra um, mm. uh, responsibility.
2: That's there's no there's there's a lot in there uh, from the th- things that you said before on this one. That's that's a that's a very interesting perspective actually, and I think you you're really correct about that about the voluntary involuntary, um, <clears throat> and that causes. This is where the rift is like, can a, can a black man just live? You know, when they say, can I just live? Can I just make my <laughs> mistakes? Can I just do what I want to do and not have to be judged? Uh, let, lead somebody, uh, be watched, say you need to be better. Can't I just do as I do? Um, and then obviously that is very much skewed when it comes to um, uh, black men becoming fathers. But the main thing, actually, what I really wanted to pick up, because we haven't talked about this at all, was your the particular part of your voice message was... Around sexuality, now this is a very, very interesting part to me because we haven't actually touched about this, this at all in regards to uh, um, a heterosexual. Basically, if a if a gay a gay man or a transgender man or whichever one it is, can they be? My question to you is. When we kind of talk about sexuality, do we believe necessarily a gay black man could be a leader to other people, role models to other, uh, others as well? Not in a bad way, but do, is there, do you, you said that because of the sexuality problem that we're kind of facing in this generation where things are very fluid, you could say, um, do we have an issue here? Do we think that is a, that, do we think that's a really strong point which is causing people to sway to different places? There were two parts that you had actually that I'm going to pick up before I ask you the question was, one was the sexuality, but the second part was actually us b- were creating leaders because they provide us with entertainment, not because they are actually leaders, but because they are very entertaining. So we follow them and then all of a sudden we're trying to copy their lifestyle. So which one do we, I, my question to you is, which one do you think plays a stronger role? Do you think it's the sexuality side or the fact that we are creating, making entertainers
0: become leaders? Um, yeah, well, there's, a, there's definitely a lot in that, I guess. For me i start with i start with the first question you said about um you know people of different sexualities can they can they be leaders you know i think i think they they have to be like i think that that is that that is uh in in the black it generally they have to be um in today's generation but um in the black community especially because You can't deal with a situation that you want the situation to be. You've got to deal with the situation that's at hand. And the situation that's at hand is there's many young people, very confused right now. There's many young people that are questioning their sexuality. There's very, there's very, there's a lot of young people that um, are sure about their sexuality. um, uh, And it may not, it may be against the grain, but don't have those role models that will help them feel comfortable to be who they want to be. So, I feel like irrespective of my views on it, these people have to be leaders. Um and in being leaders, they'll be able to help people to feel um like like any role model that um they can be the person they want to be. I think it was Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King said um uh um love without power um is is anemic and power without love is tyranny um and so what he was trying to say was there is people that have power um and don't use it and therefore create mess and chaos Mm. right because they're not using their morals and interests and realizing that the power they have they can use for good but at the same time um they're really important because they do have the power And it's not just for people that have all the love in the world and who have all the moral fiber and want to guide people, but have no power. Because that's anemic. How much influence and and difference can you make? Um, So to answer your question is that these people that are gaining following from their entertainment value, they too should realize, hopefully, that they they can be role models. um, And they don't have have to be false leaders that instead they can actually really learn about themselves and start leading through the person that they're trying to be. Um, and actually that is, that is, is, is imperative that they do so. Um, uh, so a great opportunity as well. Yeah. Well, you need leaders everywhere. Like you need everywhere.
1: If you think about it, you need leadership in every aspect of life. You need leadership mm. in terms of someone that reflects, I don't know, you and everybody is is different. So you need someone that's going to be a leader in terms of, I don't know, someone that's gay or someone that's, that's straight or someone that's a woman or someone that's a black man, someone that's a white man. You need leadership everywhere. It's depending. And I guess when we're looking at false leadership, again, we're identifying, are they being true to themselves? Hmm. If they're a leader as a gay black man, are they being true to that? and if they're not that's where we can almost identify them as being a false leader and the interesting thing i think we've we've kind of delved into as a bit of a food for thought as well is thinking about what anthony said is leadership doesn't necessarily mean there's an end product to it you're not going to be perfect there's no final product to be i'm the perfect leader i i can only be a leader if i am perfect because that doesn't exist we've we've already discussed this so many times how many mistakes leaders make we're all human So it's interesting that now thinking about it, do we not all have some part of responsibility of being a role model or a leader or a father figure? And what do we identify ourselves to be? I guess, Anthony, I'll I'll ask you that question. Mm. What do you identify yourself to be?
3: And when was you made aware of that? All right, so before I answer the question, it's interesting (laughs) just listening to the way the conversation has (laughs) gone. Because hmm. you know we we kind of got to a point where it was like the black man's almost being forced into a role model position. But then listen to everything you guys are saying. You, I don't know if you heard, but you're basically saying, <laughs> yeah, well, but we have exactly. to do it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so so it's a it's a question of who who's looking for these role models, who needs them, and and hmm. if you know um where can we choose them from because we are we are it if if there are black mm-hmm. boys looking to looking for something to, to to see and black men are saying well I'm not to be honest I don't, I don't want to be a role model so then mm-hmm. where are they going to look do you know mm-hmm. what I mean and um it was interesting listening to what PJ was saying I quickly typed down void and then you said that there's an absence and it is because in nature doesn't like a void something will always fill it you know something will always fill it and and we've got to decide i guess as men will we be will we step into the void will we will we allow ourselves to be held accountable to try to solve the myriad of problems that we we see you know or will we just stop and say "What well, is the a problem there's a void over there there's a big gaping hole <laughs> do you know what I mean am I going to say Simon you got yeah Simon are you going to deal with look it oh, Craig, oh, Craig, look, at, look at that hole Look. at hole. like you know because we can we can we can we can look at it in lots of different ways um but going back to your question um it's really interesting because even the, the word father figure um or the phrase father figure um Kind of to me speaks of the absence of a father, so somebody needs to step into that role. Mm. Um, I don't want to be a father figure necessarily. Well, to my kids, I want to be their father. I want to be the the live, the dynamic action. So when they think of that word, they don't think of a static thing. Do you know what I mean when they think of my when I you know when they think of their dad and their their father, I don't want them to think of one thing. I want them to think of one man, but I want them to be able to see that there are lots of sides to me, just like a diamond. Mm. I mean, Um, a diamond has many facets, but it's a singular entity. Um, And because of the facets, that's where the value comes from. And I think some people are afraid to be multifaceted because we're taught, "Jack, uh, Jack of all trades, master of none. Um, but hmm. where was who? Who said that? Maybe someone who wasn't good at lots of things. <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like a well, false, a false does... leader, a false leader. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but why? Why does that have to be the only the only way to do things? You know, why can't you commit to mastering many skills? Um, so I suppose it's powerful, and it's daunting sometimes. Like every every day, it's daunting. Like because something I say could have a negative effect on someone. Like that's facts. <laughs> yeah. I see, I, I suppose yeah, I can, I can see that I'm a role model to some people.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, and I'm all right with that. Um, mm. But I'm not changing what I do because of that. Mm. Hopefully people mm. see me as that because of who I am. If that makes sense. So if I can yeah, continue to I be th- that same person, then everyone wins, if that makes sense.
1: I think, we, we, I think just you saying that almost identifies that we're all role models in our own unique way, just by being ourselves.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: And even
1: when you're saying, well, yeah, we still have a lot of learning to do. And even when you're trying to think about, OK, I don't want to throw the title of false leadership onto this. But at the end of the day, if you're mm. looking at someone who's a role model, they're still learning and they're learning from someone else that so they have a role model. Your role model has a role model and their role model has a role model. Like when you're following someone, that person's following somebody else. So who's the real leader? Like what's going on? We're all learning from each other. So at the end of the day, I'm sure, Anthony, you can admit, even like as a teacher, you learn from your students as well. There's a part of you that learns you take away from your students. So we're all role models to each other, which is a crazy thing to think about. Mm. yeah man it's, it's, no, it's, I, yeah. I definitely talk Mister Alexander a couple of things couple of... <laughs> 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 you learn
6: a lot <laughs> oh, <man.
3: laughs>
6: but you learn a lot I think it should what's... be like
3: that do you know what I mean it's got to be both ways it's got to be mm, um, and and there's you know there's fresh pers- perspective there's just uh, youthful energy there's you know what there's so much wisdom in young people like some people think oh they're young people they ain't got no sense there's so mm. much wisdom do you know what I mean like for you guys you didn't just didn't this didn't just happen you built upon it you know what i mean and there was a hunger for insight and understanding and reflection and thought but not everyone's on that not everyone cares about the same things that obviously you guys have cared about which just takes them
2: on a slightly different journey role role models father figures and post leaders are all titles and just as typical of the whole world and society, we use titles to 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 put people in little compartments, like little boxes. Mm. But if you was to say, "Who is who is Mr. Older? Who is Anthony?" Again, mm. there's two different personas. Mm. It's like, "Well, he's everything. <laughs> he's so many things." You can't put it in one. You can't say he's a role mm-hmm. model because you say, okay, well, as a father, he's maybe he's a father figure and a role model on this. But then they'll say, as a pianist, if this man not play a p- piano, he's a false leader. He's false. If he played the piano and as someone watched him, he said, no, nah, he's not good, man. Why is he even on the piano? You see, it's crazy, right?
4: Mm-hmm. But.
2: It just shows that our society makes us want to categorize people like when we first started this conversation i'm not gonna lie I had, a, I had a direction as to what i thought we would pick up mm. a few people that we aspire to and look mm. we i'm looking at internally i'm like wow i don't even if someone said <laughs> if i'm my role model i'll say yeah i think i'm a role model and then now i'm looking mm. at like actually well maybe i'm not maybe i am maybe mm. may, and then i think the key part to really take away is the fact of self-awareness if you can simply be self-aware enough to want to just live out your own story, what is true to you, then you mm. can be role. And I think that is the role model leadership and father figure to everything. Q and A. So first question is. Um, what role model did you aspire to who had a lifestyle change that let you down? Ooh. i I could kick off i could i could kick off with that will smith has been my only role model other than my dad but the only role model i've really thought of on the outside will smith um and as he progressed through his life i think it was the first not the entanglement stuff (laughs) in the recent (laughs) years (laughs) not the entanglement stuff in the recent years but in the the first ever time that will and jada were ever seen as split up Like open relationship, there was that whole thing I was saying that they they have an Mm. open relationship. That was the first time I questioned Will Smith. Um, Did it change the way I saw him? It didn't. Because I've learned something from reading the Bible, uh, watching other people lead in certain ways. Everybody, every single person is human. Nobody is perfect. Even Will Smith, people will say, oh, would you get excited if you saw Will Smith? I said, you know what? I'll ask him a few questions, but I won't make it an over excitement. He's still a human that he just, he just made a, played a big role, but he's human. So when that mm. happens, there was a part of me that was like, wow, that's crazy. I thought this man was just straight up, like his whole, his whole ethos about Fresh Prince was family and whatever. Mm. I, I kind of just thought maybe he would just become a family man and he would stick to it. But I didn't take it away no i didn't he didn't it wasn't a letdown <laughs> to this day he is still someone that inspires me because i take it in pinches of pinch like pinches of salt what is useful for me for me i've never really had a role
1: model that i've put on a pedal stool like that to be like well because they've done this now i feel disappointed or disheartened in who they are because for me the way i look at people or the way it, like, and some, someone actually asked me this question not too long ago. It's like, Bro, who are your role models in life? It's like, I don't really have role... I don't really have someone that I aspire to be because I, in my heart and the way I, I think, I believe that everyone is their own individual. As Craig, you said, everyone is human. They make mistakes and they just... They live their life. So I've never looked at someone and said, wow, I want to be like them. I want to follow exactly who they are, do exactly what they do. The way that I look at life... I have people in my life that have inspired me and it's like, well, I would like to take something from them. I'd like to take something from them. I would like to take something from them, maybe. But at the end of the day, I can only be me. I'm going to make mistakes too. So I've never put someone on a pedestal as my role model to say this is who I aspire
0: to be and then they've let me down. Part of what I do is like train people on how to reflect on what I call their stick person they gets them to think about different <laughs> parts of their life and the relationships that are important to them, the institutions that are important to them, their key moments, what makes them angry, where they spend their time, money and energy. And they get them to think about this kind of stuff, right? And on mine, I always talk about my mum, I talk about um uh Father John Armitage, you might remember. I talk about um uh, uh Lord Michael Wilshaw. um I speak about my granddad. Like lots of these guys are like um people that inspired me. Not because some people think, why is Mr. Wilshaw there, that white man, or whatever? <laughs> but he inspired <laughs> me just because he was a white man and he, he was he was like he worked at our school and really did believe that we could kill it. In terms of people letting me down, I'm not gonna name the person, but um there's some people that used to go say bonds that um by the way, St. Bond's was excellent on all of this, by the way. Right? <laughs> let's let's just be, be really clear about it. Like you go to St. Bonds now, like Anthony, you can testify to this. St. Angeles too, 30% of the teachers are ex are mm. ex-students.
4: Mm.
0: Right? The amount of people Crazy. that come back into St. Bonds, that used to go to St. Bond's, it's regular. Those mm. students are seeing old students, mm. right? All the time it's just like in the fabric of what goes on there's uh-huh. a real understanding about how role models and um kind of like leaders and all that helps in the education of the next generation um and so <laughs> in saying that uh, there was a couple <laughs> of people <laughs> that um, used to get really put on a pedestal by saint Mauds. i won't name them and um they they were amazing basically and i just thought damn they're the best and i just wanted to be just like them and then um they they basically like um uh, i saw them on a most social level and they did something that was just really really bad and i was just like oh my gosh you're not that great at all
6: <laughs>
0: you've got a little devilish side
1: and um <laughs> he's playing it down as well he's softening
0: it as well <laughs> oh my gosh I was, I was like oh my gosh no you're like genuinely shocked because the picture you had of that person their actions are just not fitting it completely and and you know what that was one that was people being put on a pedestal before they had really decided to be leaders um two it was me as a follower not understanding leadership and and the role model properly at that time it was like mm. clean cut it was like you were either great successful or you were bad and not successful and that wasn't the case you know people are humans they make mistakes they're different there's different facets to them yeah there's these guys that you think all they're focusing on is becoming a lawyer but they like girls too uh they get distracted they get drunk behind the shadows right um you know what i mean and um yeah there was just a couple of things i heard about teachers and what they'd been doing and i was like oh my gosh that's (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's gonna be the title
2: of this this podcast episode oh my gosh
0: Gosh. (laughs) you gotta understand when you hear this stuff you just think no it, no it can't be it can't be that um but it was that and and i guess it's really testament to what we're talking about you know about mistakes and people being put on pedestals and people choosing to be leaders and role models all of that kind of stuff so yeah no no names but like yeah. <laughs> there was there were some people that i really held in high esteem that um yeah they 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 they, they yeah. don't mess up <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's funny i'm Very much like Simon, Um, I don't necessarily think I've
4: um, consciously named
3: role models. Like, yeah, this is the first time. I see it more like shopping. Like, (laughs) you know, um, and there's a menu and I get to pick because Mm. I've come across lots of people and there's value in everyone um, and you get to through your interactions start to take pieces just like Simon said and I, th- I think I've definitely done that I think that it's not that I've actively said I'm not going to have a role model um, but I'm also aware that people are fallible um and obviously that that disappointment is trying to remember they didn't do it to disappoint you (laughs) do you know what I mean it wasn't personal (laughs) do you know what I mean they didn't think right you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna do something and that's just gonna change this person's perception of me um I think what's yeah I, I yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's not been anyone really. No, yeah, no. A, yeah a just, no. No, there's fine. no. There's one
2: that's let me <laughs> down. That's completely fine. Uh, mm. Simon, you got a question. Uh, what do you think we glorify leadership, and if so, why? Uh, yeah, we do because people like to be put on a pedestal. People like to kind of be worshipped, rewarded, like felt a feel of belonging. Some people. We, As human beings, we kind of want belonging, right? To just be in the group. But imagine being the one who is praised by the entire group as well. Mm. And I think that was since we were kids, in a sense. Like, you could be among kids, right? But if you was the one that everybody says, hey, we want to do what you want to do, guy. <laughs> <laughs> then they you'll be like, hey, hey I'm going to take this one and I'm going to run with it. But the funny thing is, people think that it changes, you, you would be surprised how many adults are, are begging, are like, hey, please just, just reward me. Say that I'm mm. great. Say that I'm going to, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm influencing. Say that I'm, what they want to hear is I'm
3: doing life right. Mm.
2: And we question, all of us is questioning at some point in our life.
3: I, I, th- I, think, I think it's definitely glorified. Um... And I think that the it's gonna to continue to be glorified,
4: but part of the problem is that I suppose
3: throughout life people are kind of taught that the top is the almost like it's the only valid place mm. um so and and I think that in in communities there's there's not enough collaboration sometimes because we're seeing you know it almost causes people to think too competitively being competitive is great mm-hmm. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but i think that people end up building towers um and when you approach a tower it looks like an attack you know if you're <laughs> in your tower and you see me coming <laughs> like do you know what i mean it doesn't look like this is a Like, what are you doing here? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) uh, You know, and then people defend their position. When there are kids in school who do really well, whether that's academically or sporting, sometimes the transition from that to the outside world is devastating for them because they were celebrated every single day. You know, Mm. Um, everyone was calling their name. All the attention was on them. And then they got into the working world and you're just an, an also- (laughs) Mm. and and they they want it back do you know what i mean (laughs) they they want it back they like they can't always process like where did that go um and what they want is they want to kind of recreate they might not be able to name it but that's what they're trying to recreate so then people Mm. can chase leadership to get that same affirmation or or approval like you said um yeah but that's that observation from the yeah, man. from a teacher's perspective
0: i see it all the time oh. <laughs> um there's a great video there yeah? and i suggest you guys watch it right and i use this in teaching it's called um dancing naked man and if you put it in on youtube it will come up um and basically <laughs> it's um it's this dancing naked man he's not completely naked he just got his shirt off in the park and he da- he's dancing crazy, I'm telling you, some crazy ass dancing, right? <laughs> and he's obviously in like a festival or something like that. And you could like see everybody like sitting on the park and on the hill kind of watching this guy dancing so crazy. But you could tell like he just being himself, like he wants to dance. Whether you guys want to dance, I don't care. I like the music, I'm dancing, and this is how I dance. So he's dancing mm-hmm. and he's dancing crazy, right? And after about a minute into this video, there's one other guy that kind of gets up from his friends and runs over to him, takes off his shirt and starts dancing with this guy, right? <laughs> and he starts dancing like he's dancing. And, um, you know, obviously this guy has come from his six friends that are sitting, having a beer. And obviously they think, okay, my friend's gone. I'm going now. And they kind of run down and then suddenly <laughs> like, like 10, 12 people. And then there's some more people running down. And the video ends basically with about 500 people dancing. Mm. Um, And the two really important things is one, you can no longer see that first naked dancing man, right? No one knows who was the leader. No one knows who started this. But two, the kind of narrator of this video talks about the first man that got up to join this leader. Yeah. And he calls him the, 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 the first follower. And he says that basically the first follower is the true leader for two reasons. One, because he's the brave one to make that person a leader. That person Mm. isn't a leader until he has a follower, until someone comes up and Mm. makes that person a leader. So he puts that person on that pedestal first. And secondly, why does that person make them a leader? They themselves have to. Do a calculation they do a calculation about themselves what they want what they want to do what they want to aspire to be and then they have to make a calculation about that person about whether that person's going to help them to bring that out of themselves and so that person even if the leader didn't think about developing other people or even themselves the first follower has to make that analysis that the leader doesn't mm. and because of that they're the person that we should truly glorify. That person. Um, and and you know, once there's a the first follower, it's cool now, it's fine, it's not odd for other people to follow <laughs> once there's one follower. And so I, I guess I tell you that story hmm. because it's like we always do glorify the leader, but sometimes the leader's just doing their own thing. Like it's not actually that hard to do their own thing, right? There's some people that go out there and try and be leaders. That's different. But if you're just going out to do your own thing, that's not that hard. What's harder is to look at someone, <clears throat> assess that they are going to be the person to help you be the person you want to be and to actually get up, go to them and follow them.
2: This is this is not going this whole conversation ain't going nowhere that I thought it was going to go. <laughs> <at all. laughs> That's what, that for sure. But, so <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. Those thoughts. Um, Boy, this has been a crazy conversation um, time. Uh, I hope you sort of enjoyed it. Thank you for listening yeah, so far. Good. And thank you all of the all of the guests. Um, again, let's round up properly. Um, uh, we usually round up with a food for thought, one thing for everybody to take away because there's like so much. So now we just go and give us like the, the one or two things to help people out. Um, so to, I'll kick it off. Um, food for thought for everybody. Um, role models, leaders, father figures, force false, false leaders, all stuff like that. Just be yourself. Find a way to be, give yourself more time and energy than you give the world. And you will find who you are and every problem or every single thing or everything you question will fall into place when you figure out who you are in the world instead of trying to figure out the world before yourself.
3: Okay?
1: Yeah, man. I guess I'll, to be fair, I would reiterate that point. I, I would go through full circle on the the kind of key words that i brought up at the start which is about responsibility and power that when you have that power you have the responsibility but at the end of the day you can only be true to yourself so just be yourself you will find that even though you're not intentionally going out to be a leader or to be a role model have the self-awareness to know that you are going to impact other people's lives in one way or another and you have a responsibility for that but you have to be yourself at all times so i would definitely leave people with that just be yourself
3: be yourself
2: mm. uh, anthony
3: yeah so i'd echo all of the sentiments i would also say that um going back to what i said at the beginning i think it's about questions i think that you know a question i always ask people is who taught you that um because we sometimes move through life using these automatic programs that we didn't decide on, you know, someone passed it on and we just ran with it, but question stuff, you know, so who taught you that, you know, and is it still valid today? Because as you move through your life, there are some things that stand and they will stand forever. And there are some things that were right for you in that season of your life. Um. So I would say, you know, stay in the question for longer. You know, don't always rush for the first response. Um, because it's not always the best one Um, you know so stay in the question let it marinate find out more read more listen more Um, and then with all of the information you know then act intentionally you know Um, yeah that's what I'd say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. PJ?
0: Lovely Um, yeah I think um, there's lots of things I can say that I feel like I said, but what I took away, I think maybe is more important as a final four, um, and most of it is from Anthony really. Once struck me, you know the diamond. You know the diamond is one entity, but mm. with different facets. You know it's all the same um, material. It's all made trying to do the same thing, but shines different lights in different in in, in 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 different colors and different lights. Um, so mm. be that one man. Um, but be aware that there is a gap there is a gap mm. and therefore in being that one man can you make yourself visible so you are out there to be a potential role model for someone else um, mm. and I think those three teachings link together really well for me be that one man uh, recognize there is a gap and therefore can you take that step that responsibility to make yourself visible so that someone mm. can can
2: see you as a role model mm-hmm. oh powerful. Mm. powerful powerful okay so thank you thank you very much um anthony and pj and of course simon as well for everything this conversation has been profound um we've gone on for a while and i really really appreciate all the views i'm gonna have to sleep on all of this and then rethink <laughs> my whole life afterwards um but once again um this podcast talking to my thoughts is a platform it's not just a podcast we really really care about everybody's views and we want to give this kind of open uh, open conversation without a particular direction there is no ego to say it has to go in this direction or earlier this is a great time to self-reflect so um as always um this platform is not just about us talking to you we want to hear your questions we want to hear any of your conversations any things that you you kind of uh were stirred inside of you and any experiences and we will be sure to really discuss them as well if you enjoyed the podcast as always um and want to do something to help us out please consider liking sharing and remember to follow us at talking to my thoughts to stay up to date with all of our content but overall thank you for listening and thank you for your patience and your ears and we really really appreciate you and thank you everybody for being on the call yeah